This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to Reading Isn't for Kids, a book club podcast where two grown adults read and review children's chapter books and sometimes comics. My name is Austin. And my name is Anna. And today we read uh, The Walking Dead, Volume 2, Miles Behind Us. Yes. Written by Robert Kirk Kirkman and illustrated by Charlie Adler. Hell yeah. Yeah, it collects issues 7 through 12 of the hit comic series, The Walking Dead. Absolutely. Uh, what was your uh, like initial like feelings with this as we were going in here? Uh, well, my initial thought is that it starts getting into like the grittiness and sadness and emptiness of the world, and uh, also there's a lot of sex in this book, and it is so much more than the other one. There was none in the other one. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I read this, I read this volume probably like ten or eleven years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember this is one of my favorite volumes, not in like the whole run, but it's definitely up there. Like it's really, I was like, remember really liking it. I remember because I bought the first and second one at the same time, and I remember this is the like this one made me. The first one didn't sell me necessarily. Because there was like 28 volumes at the time. Um, but like this this volume like s- snagged me. But yeah, that's just kind of like what I remember of it. I remember I kind of remember what happened in it. Um, so like I, I wasn't surprised by anything. But um, I did pick up on some stuff I didn't pick up like when I was reading it the first time. So Yeah, it's crazy looking back at some of the old books and like rereading things that you didn't necessarily not necessarily didn't understand but like wasn't as significant to you at the time yeah uh well i this the the volume starts off right away with with flashback of laurie and shane just railing on the side of the road (laughs) they weren't just okay she was very clearly manipulated and like vulnerable like it wasn't just like a a thing yeah, and then the, Shane says he's wanted this for a long time. Yeah, and it's been like two weeks that they've been together. Then they're not even together. They're just traveling I, together. I just meant like traveling together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wrote here, it said, because Shane said because he wanted this for a long time. And I wrote, cool, love that. That's what I typed in here. <laughs> <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> obviously being sarcastic, but. <laughs> right. Um. And the comic continues with a nice sad banger of coming of everyone looking at Shane's grave. Um, and Lori just like fucking spits on it. Because that's where we left off in the last book was uh, Shane, well, not really dying. Uh, Carl killed him. Him and Rick were arguing about, well, Rick was trying to get him to move the camp. And then Shane started freaking out about Lori, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, Rick mentions moving the camp once, and then Shane does not let it go. 
Um, and Dale wants to move the camp too, so it wasn't just Rick. Right. Uh, but yeah, but then as as they're like walking, like finishing their packing up stuff, uh, Dale says like in the nicest way possible that he saw this coming, basically. Right. And that he, like he was definitely in love with Rick's wife, and Rick's like <laughs> still kind of shocked. <laughs> right. Because it was like his bestie. I'm like, yeah, but obviously. Hey, man. Rick seems like he's entirely too trusting of people. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, a naivety about him. Then they continue the conversation uh, with Dale bringing up that it's Christmas. And Rick's like, don't fucking tell anybody it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, don't even tell, especially don't tell Carl. Right. Uh, and I was, I just thought that was an interesting, like, just how he reacted to that. And Dale uh, mentions that that they didn't even want Shane in charge because they're like, we kind of just put him in charge because he was the only cop, but, like, they didn't really like him in charge because he's bossy. Yeah, in which he showed that, like, he was screaming at people and stuff. Um, Then everyone... Just they leave and they start their journey to anywhere else but Atlanta. Like they're just heading in a direction, basically. Um, and then in the middle of one of the nights, they have to stop and move a car out of the way. And this was like two or three days later. They're approached by three people. And instantly they're like guns pointed at them and they're like, whoa, hey. <laughs> and it's like one extremely large man and then like two teenagers. And he instantly like reveals himself like not they don't have their weapons out or anything and he reveals himself as Tyrese which he never gives a last name um and then his daughter Julie and then Julie's boyfriend Chris yes and he's like hey people he's like <laughs> yeah Tyrese is like like a he a big like I mean, he, you learned later that he was an NFL football player right he's just like this big African American guy like chiseled jaw like <laughs> He has a beard, you know what I mean? Like a, like a, it's like perfectly shaved still. <laughs> um, and he's wearing just like a like a poncho almost or something, right? Uh, and then Julie is she's like fifteen, I think she's like sixteen or seventeen. He says, and so is Chris. Um, and yeah, they said they just they were just together when everything happened, which is crazy. And they were like, "Hey, do you mind if we like sleep near you guys? Because it's dangerous out here." And uh, I think Rick offers to let them sleep in the can camper, and they're like, "Oh no, like absolutely not, like no, thank you." <laughs> yeah, he's uh, like, "We don't know you, and you don't know us. We're not gonna sleep in the camper." <laughs> uh, and then the next morning, they keep traveling together, and then Tyrese and uh, Rick like start talking about like the first time Tyrese ran out of food, and they uh. They got to like a corner store and they had to fend off this like sweet who this sweet old man that they like knew from the neighborhood, but the old guy tried to like sexually assault his daughter. Yeah, and uh, Tyrese said that he killed the man. He just beat him to death. He's like, he's like, the thing is, I don't feel bad about killing him at all. He's like, does that make me a bad person like, that I, just... I don't care that I killed him? He's like. <laughs> He says some metal shit like that he's beating himself up because he doesn't feel bad. <laughs> he feels bad that he doesn't feel bad. Yeah. And then Rick's like, hey, man, 
this thing's changed everybody. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, if someone tried to do that to one of my kids, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'd be pretty fucking pissed, too. And there isn't zombies everywhere. Uh, then it's just kind of like, like days pass. Like, it's not very sure. I'm not very sure how long it's been with anything. It yeah. is snowing now. Yeah, and it's they like, keep uh, stopping and, like, siphoning gas out of cars. And, and... Yeah, they have to move cars. And Tyrese, they're like, it's, like, going five times faster because Tyrese is so fucking strong. And everyone's, like, so thankful to him. And he's so humble. He's like, oh, no, it's all cool. I'm, he's like, oh, it's all right. He's like, you guys are providing us food and shelter. <laughs> he's like, I am willing to do some hard work. <laughs> they learn some some more about the zombies, um, which they, I think Tyrese dubs them. Like, there's, like, a couple different varieties of the zombies. Like, there's ones that stay still, and then there's ones that roam, and he calls them roamers. Um, But they then they all start noticing that they're, like, all the zombies are really slow because of the cold, which is, like, what would happen. Yeah, because there's no blood to keep them warm. They're, like, lizards, kind of. Yes. Um, And there, some of them were, like, frozen to the ground, and... And I, <laughs> and I said, here, here's a note for me. It says... Uh, how great Tyrese is, and I fucking agree. This guy rocks. He's like one of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tyrese and Glenn. He seems really cool. I, I just, he's just like I don't know. He seems just so real. Um, and he he wields a fucking carpenter's hammer. That's the weapon he chooses. <laughs> yeah, and Rick's like, "There's an axe in the camper." He's like, "No, I have a hammer." <laughs> he's like, "I like this hammer. It's been working." <laughs> well, he'd be stronger, isn't it? Easier wasn't it easier for stronger people to use blunt objects than like slicey objects? Probably, know. yeah. At one of the campfires, we see some like flirtatious stuff between uh, Tyrese and Carol. Yes. Um, and then like literally at the same campfire, uh, Lori and Rick, like Lori pulls Rick aside. And you want to say yeah. what she said? So Lori pulls Rick aside, and. She's like, hey, guess what? I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, all right. Well, everything's going to be fine. And he's, he's happy about it. Yeah, he's like happy. He's like, awesome. Like, we get another baby. He's like, I know we wanted one while Carl was still kind of little. And she's like, worried, <laughs> which understandable. I think he's just trying to like. Yeah, make her not feel to, bad about it. Yeah. Because, like, he's definitely worried, but I think he's trying to, like, because not that Lori seems like, she just seems like she is, she gets stressed out a lot easier than he does. Right. Um. So I think he was just trying to be positive, so, because then we, we do get it, like, they tell the camp and everything. Yeah, they, they literally <laughs> don't even hide it. They just, like, immediately walk over and they're like, hey, guess what? I know I just told my husband 30 seconds ago, but hello, everyone, I'm pregnant. Yes. Uh, Which I thought was a little weird. Which, yeah, and I think it kind of foreshadows some stuff, because, like, because uh, then, like, when everyone's talking, uh, Dale and Rick, Rick, Dale pulls Rick aside again, and then he's like, hey, Rick, uh, that baby's probably not yours. <laughs> and and then, then Rick's like, yeah, probably not. We only had sex literally one time, and he's like, but he's like, don't you dare fucking tell Lori. <laughs> He has, he had, like, well, because Dale doesn't say it word for word. He kind of just, like, implies it. And then Rick is like, don't even, don't, I can't even handle that right now. Yeah. Don't, don't even, 
bring it up. I'm going to like, I'm just going to pretend that it's He's like, I don't know if I could handle that. He's like, I think it would be different if Shane was alive. I think it would be a little easier. But the fact that he's like dead and also impregnated his wife. Like, I don't know if it would make it any easier if Shane was alive. If Shane I wasn't think insane. I, I mean, like if Shane was just like a normal guy. If he was a normal guy, I don't think it would be an issue. But because he was so insane, I think it would be even more of an issue if he was alive. Because then he would. Yeah, I just meant like mentally. for, for Oh, for right, right, right. Uh, but they, then, they, then they hug. And that that's that scene kind of ends, and again it jump it jumps a few days again it seems, and they they find a gated community called Witchshire Estates, and they're like this is it this is the place we're gonna settle down. Yeah, because it's a gated community. It seems really quiet. They don't see anything in there, and they're like, oh, we haven't found a car in a couple days, so we may as well stop here. And so they go into one house. To scope it out, they'll stay in the one house and then they'll divvy up divvy up the other houses. Yeah. And then uh so they go inside and they're scoping. And it all seems well. I mean, it's like pretty late in the day. Um, so they're kinda tucking out like uh, Rick and Tyrese are, are checking out the main house they're gonna be in. And that's where Tyrese is like, Yeah, I was an NFL player for two years. Um but like he like hurt himself and it like ruined everything. Right. And he like I think he said he like lost all his money. And I don't think he ever explains how he did, but right. Um, he lost all his money. And then Rick's like, well, you know, because Tyrese is basically being like, well, yeah, you were probably just like a hot shot cop or something, right? And Rick's like, no, nah, I was more like Barney Fife. <laughs> and I had no idea who the fuck that was. I don't know who Barney Fife is. Um, and I and I looked it up, and it's the it's the cop from Mash. I've never seen Mash. He's like, like a dopey, like not necessarily a bad cop, but he's like dopey, and like kind of like a little bit has like too much of an ego, but it always ends. Like the joke is, it always like backfired. <laughs> um, which would make sense. This book came out like thirty years ago, like twenty years ago, so <laughs> that probably was a dated reference then. Right. Um. But yeah, that's what he was. So basically, he was just like a, a shitty like he didn't was a bad cop, but he just kind of like just kind of doing it. Like he was, <laughs> wasn't like a big old badass. Um, but they're looking around for supplies and stuff, and like the pantries are stocked with canned food and stuff, and they're so excited. They're like fruit. Like we've only had peaches forever, and they're like we need more food, and so they like pig out and eat and they're like this is awesome and they're like we're gonna divvy up the different rooms in the house before we go exploring tomorrow so they all divvy up into different houses i think glenn sleeps in a tub people bunk up because there's only so many rooms and then uh who is it that's passing out blankets carol yeah i know donna uh donna is passing out blankets to everybody and she takes one to dale and um, Andrea and Dale are just going to Bone Town. And in the past, Donna like accused them of sleeping together because there's a like, large age difference. She's like, yeah. Andrea's like, I think I wrote it down because I looked up how old everyone was because I was curious. Not not because of the scene, but just like I'm always curious. That's Andrea's 25, and Dale is 68. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it. But I don't think Dale's being creepy. I don't think it was him that 
tried to get with her. You know what I mean? I think it was Andrea was kind of making the moves and stuff. Right. Well, I think also this is the first time in forever that they haven't been cooped up in the camper and they are like trying to find another like sense of humanity. And I mean, like, I think at this point, I don't think it matters. I think they're just like just anything to like forget, Com- get, get, anything forget to for a second. Themselves, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, Rick's thirty four, Lori's thirty two, Carl's nine in this in this one right now. Because after Donna, um, like comes back to her husband, and she's like, you know, being nice. Like, I don't know what changed, but she's like, stop being like. She realized that maybe she was being too judgy with everybody. And well, I think every seeing everybody like cuddled up and relaxed and like just being people really helped her like be like okay like we're all just in this yeah it shoots out as they're talking and the the issue ends like on the sign of the front of the gated community like falling off so like everybody in this house is hooking up at this point like i think Lori and rick hook up and donna and alan try to but then their kids wake up yeah their kid like pokes around and he's like what's a segs (laughs) Uh, Which I thought was so funny. I, and I think, well, it, and it's implied that Tyrese and Lori, uh, Lori. Tyrese and Carol Tyrese and Carol, they imply it. Doesn't have a panel of, like, showing their silhouette of anything. As Donna and Alan are talking, the, like, it, the panel kind of, like, cuts back, showing the front of the gated community falling off, saying, all dead do not enter. Which I think is what they kind of inspired them for the first episode of the TV show. Oh, yes, Of the yes. hospital. So, in the morning, they're all, like, super excited. He's like, hey, everybody, we're going to split into two teams. Uh, you guys go that way. You guys go this way. Yell if there's an issue. Here's everybody's gun. Like, go explore the houses and keep in mind if you see a house that you like that it'll be yours. And Lori and Carol stay with the three kids and the teenagers. Yeah, because the <laughs> teenagers are like, we're so scared. We don't want to go out there. Then, like, that's like it shows Rick kind of walking to the front. I think he's like checking the gate and he sees the sign because, like, the snow is kind of melted a little bit. Yeah. And he sees the sign and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think he says that. I think he says, fuck. Ah. And he's like, he's like, guys, don't go into any houses. <laughs> and then one of the houses, like, opens up and someone, I think, is getting attacked. Uh, no, Alan and Donna are talking and. Donna gets her face bitten off in front of Alan. Yeah. And then Alan starts shooting everywhere. <laughs> Which uh, that is that's what alerts everything. Yeah. Uh and then so everyone gets to the RV except Julie and Chris and Tyrese is like, "Where are my kids?" And Rick's like, "Let's go get them." And uh they hop into the house they were in and they close the door but the zombies are like actively breaking it down. There's like fucking like at least 60 zombies here right uh and chris and julie are like fooling around like half naked and he's like what the hell and she's like dad i'm so sorry he's like i don't even have time to fucking talk to you right now and she's like let's just go get get, grab your clothes and then they're like they gotta like jump out the window on top of the rv (laughs) and then they get out of there but yeah uh donna dies in that scene she (laughs) does classic Kirkman the moment the character finally realizes their error of their ways and they die <laughs> yep um 
it cuts a week again and uh rick tyrese and carl are talking about how like fucked up alan is (laughs) like alan's like devastated and they still have those he's still like taking care of those two twin boys and uh, as they're talking uh carl gets shot in the chest (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're like walking through the woods trying to find food and he gets just shot and then rick runs over and he like puts a gun up to the guy's head and he's like gonna kill him and tyrese is like yo and the guy's like i'm so sorry he's like i thought you guys were zombies it's like why would we be zombies (laughs) they were holding guns and talking (laughs) and he shoots him in the chest too that's not even how you kill a zombie no (laughs) but it makes sense for the why he shot it in the chest I'd never put that together until literally right this second. Oh, right. His name's Otis. And he's, he's like, like, hey, I got, there's a, there's a vet doctor. Well, he's a vet. <laughs> he's at the farm. He can help. Uh, and they just, and then Rick and this guy just sprint like a mile and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably more. Yeah. He's just like, I think they said three miles, actually. He's like, it's three miles up the road. Yeah. And Rick just like dead ass sprints holding carl who's like probably actively bleeding out yep and then they they get to the farm and tyrese goes back to the rv and they start heading that way and uh they get to the farm and the older man he's like oh my name's herschel green and he's like rick my kid carl 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 bleeding uh and uh he begins pulling the body from carl's uh, pulling the bullet from carl's body but he's like after he finishes he's like He's lost too much blood. It's in God's hands. <laughs> How country? Uh huh. Um. And then, like, after everyone gets there, Herschel does all the introductions. And were you surprised to see how many fucking characters they introduced? There were so <laughs> many new characters. There's like eight on this farm alone. <laughs> um, and it's like, so does Rick. Um, and here I'm just gonna fucking read you off. Dear listener, I'm going to read you off these characters. Um, so we got, um, we got Otis, which is the guy, the farm. He's a farmhand. He's Herschel's farmhand who shot Rick. I mean, shot Carl. There's Patricia, there's Patricia, who is Otis's girlfriend. There's Herschel Green, which is the like, uh, pragmatic like older guy that like farmer that saved him. And then there's Lacey Green, Herschel's eldest daughter. There's Arnold Green, Hersh- Herschel's eldest son. There's Maggie Green, Herschel's daughter, like middle daughter. Billy Green, Herschel's youngest son. And then there's Susie and Rachel Green, Herschel's twin sister, like twin daughters. And the only description and really the only thing that this character like, says in this thing is, uh, he says, Susie's the one with pigtails. Yep. He's like, yep, she's the one with pigtails. <laughs> and... They, I was shocked that they were fifteen because they were drawn like they were like, like seven. Yeah, they looked like they were like seven years old. <laughs> um, and I, I can't remember what he said. Like his wife, that is, I can't remember if his wife passed away from the zombies or just was dead before. I think she had passed before. And then, then Lacey, uh, she starts showing everyone around to the farm. And their kids are like, "I'm gonna go look. Let's go look at all the animals." Well, the twins do anyway. And while they're doing that, uh, Andrea walks up to Alan and she's like, get your shit together. She's like, you need to like come back to life and start taking care of these kids because you're not present. 
and they need you to be. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. He's like, I don't have to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> How- and he's like, you don't understand what I'm feeling. She's like, my sister literally just died. He's like, you don't understand. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the exact same thing, but um, like I'm not, not saying losing your sister is not as traumatic, but I feel like losing the mother to your children in front of you is a little bit. That's like it has. I feel like that has a, a little bit more lasting lasting effects on the people than her her sister that no one really knew. Right. Um. Uh. Back up in Carl's room, Herschel tells his parents that he's awake. Woo! And he's like, "Hi, everybody." He's like, "I don't feel great." <laughs> and Rick's like, "Yeah, you got shot." He's like. I got shot. Well, I have a. He's like he's taking it pretty well, honestly. Yeah, he's like he's like I got shot. Cool. <laughs> Basically, which I guess was, was a better way to react to it than like, oh my god. He's like, yeah, I was in the woods, and then I woke up, and I'm here. <laughs> I don't feel very. He's good. like, I was, I got real cold. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Carol brings Sophia up. And they kind of like, uh, they Sophia goes in there and they like talking with Carl and Sophia says, um, she calls Carl's she calls Carl's scars sexy, and he's like, what? He's like, what does that mean? He's like, you don't know what that means. And she's like, I think it's the grown up word for cute. <laughs> and then she gives him a peck on the cheek and he's like, ew, gross girl cuties. Um. And then, uh, then we get another. We get a scene with, uh, we get a scene with Dale, um, talking to Lori about like not bringing it up to Rick that he's not the dad, like because it will destroy Rick. Because like Lori is like a like going to like that was what she was like thinking about the whole time. Right. Like I should tell Rick, and he's like, "Do not." He's like, "I don't even care if you think." He's like, "Don't tell him for sure." Like he's like it'll break him. It's not gonna be beneficial to anybody. Um, and he's like, I think because I don't think normally Dale would say that to someone, right? <laughs> and I think he's only saying it because Rick was like, "Hey, let's not even <laughs> let's not even consider it." <laughs> um. Then we want to talk about um after dinner with Glenn and Maggie. They have a talk. Oh, right. And they get to eat, like, real actual food, like, farmed and harvested, like, yep. farm fresh food. They're like, this is the best. They're like, this is awesome. Because <laughs> they didn't get to take any of the supplies that they found at the house. Yes. They didn't. They lost all of those supplies. And then Glenn, Glenn comes up to Maggie. Maggie comes up to Glenn. She's like, why are you staring at Carol, dude? <laughs> Being a little weird. And Glenn's like, oh, shit. Was I? He's like, I'm just <laughs> mad at myself. I didn't, like, make the first move. He's like, yeah, I know she's older than me, but like, I liked her. Like, I, I want to have sex a couple more times before I die. But I think he's a virgin. He's like, he's like, I don't want to die a virgin. He's like, I just want to. He's like, I'm gonna experience sex before I die to these like zombies. <laughs> Maggie's like, I'll, I'll fuck you. He's like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fuck you. <laughs> he's like, yeah, okay, hell yeah. <laughs> Because I think they're both like nineteen. Yeah, she's nineteen and he's twenty two. So basically, like relatively yeah. the same age, considering like the everything. Um, 
which a weird thing to bring up to somebody you literally just met. I mean, I guess in this world of zombies, you wouldn't have any like social consequences like that. There's not, yeah, there's no, not really any social, I don't know, standards anymore. <laughs> I, I guess they just give it up. Yeah, <clears throat> let's cut to the chase. They're like, I this is why I'm sad and I shouldn't be like that. That's stupid. There's more things to worry about. That's basically what Glenn was getting at. Yeah, and then she's like, I'll fuck you, and like he's like, oh hell yeah, and Maggie's like, like a pretty girl. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and then uh we get it's just kind of jumping between characters right now um and uh tyrese yells at julie and chris about fooling around and the dangers of getting pregnant right and chris is like well we're grown-ups and and whatever he's like i don't we don't have to listen to you pretty much yeah and julie's like okay like i'm in love with you you're my <laughs> boyfriend and i'm 17 years old so of course i'm gonna listen to everything you say yeah and and yeah, chris like he's, he finishes like the conversation with uh that we should just go ahead and do it and that he wants to be with her for eternity which i don't like chris there is something very <laughs> manipulative and weird about him and i just giving you giving you the bad vibes it's bad vibes, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know why. I do. Um, I don't know if it's it just boils down to he's a stupid teenage boy, like all stupid teenage boys are, and manipulative and mean, <laughs> or if there's something else going on. Yeah, man, I don't know if it, does this. I think it's jumping around again. Like a few days yeah. pass, and uh, Rick and Herschel are talking. And uh, he Herschel says that he can stay until Carl's healed, but then, but they will have to sleep in the RV. Yep. And he's like, "Why? You have all of this land." He's like, "You have a huge ass barn." He's like, "Why can't we just make rooms in the barn?" He's like, "I think they have two barns." Yeah, he's like, "The RV stinks." He's like, "There's <laughs> like twelve people in there." Um. And Herschel's like. No, you can't sleep in the barn. There's stuff in there. That's what we keep all the dead ones. I, and they shouldn't go in there. He says that flat out. Yeah. And Rick's like, the dead ones? Like, what, you like bury your dead in there? He's like, oh, no, like the zombies. He's like, we keep them there. He's like, you keep them there? Yeah, he calls them sick ones. I don't think he even calls them zombies. No. Until they, yeah, until they can figure out how to save them. Mm-hmm. And Rick's like, there isn't saving them. And he, he's like, they're all alive in there. Like, not alive, alive, but he's yeah. like. He's like, they're like organs are hanging out. Yeah. If we could bring them back, they would just die. And Herschel's like, well, my my son's in there, so not going to get rid of them. Stop. And Rick's like, this is dangerous and stupid of you. Yep. Um, but eventually, like, it draws a crowd. And I think it's Tyrese tells Rick to, like. Yeah. Like, this is not uh, your place. Like, let's just <laughs> gather and move on. Because Tyrese, like, Ty- it's either Tyrese or Lori, but, like, they agree with him, but they're like, we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to not do this right this thing. <laughs> um, and then uh, we get some gun safety from Rick again. He's training people. Yep. Which, I mean, valid. And uh, then Herschel comes out fucking losing his shit, saying that they're shooting at someone's house. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's like, he's like over over yonder is so and so's house and and when they get better 
they're gonna be mad that there's bolt holes in their wall and rick's like what he's like what the hell during that like conversation uh a walker like comes up to the gates to the fence and like rick's about to shoot it and herschel's like no we'll save it and he takes it over to the barn um which we found out that the more zombies you put together like kind of like the the more aggressive they get and like they're not necessarily more intelligent but they get kind of like a little bit more like animalistic so right they're faster and stuff so when he goes to put the zombie in there (laughs) they like bust out the zombies are like getting out and like trying to get people and and uh, rick is like trying to kill them and herschel's like stop it he's like these are my friends and family and then like half of herschel's kids get fucking eaten yeah because their dad's about to be murdered yeah um but like his son like the his son zombie is like trying to bite at his face and is like trying to bite him and he's like son no i'm your dad remember me and then like arnold's like not my dad not my dad and then his brother eats arnold (laughs) and then lacy just gets like torn apart (laughs) which are the two older ones yeah like they they kind of stop everything they kill they kill all the ones that are like roaming yes and herschel stands up shoots like his three kids yep like you know putting them I, well i don't even think i think lacy was literally just torn apart i don't even think she was gonna come back no uh <clears throat> and then he puts a gun to his head and he's gonna fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and then they stop i'm not him. laughing because he's gonna do it it's just it was just like so i remember reading it and being like what the fuck it happens so fast yeah. it's like a page and a half two pages um and, and then Rick they stop him because yeah. he's like, "You have kids. To, you like, you still have more kids to take care of. You cannot do this." Yeah, and he's like, like <laughs> "It basically, this is the consequences of your own actions." It's like, "Sorry for your loss, but yeah." And because like Herschel, Herschel then apologizes to Rick, and he's like, "You're you're right. I you know I was wrong. Yeah, shouldn't there, have done that. There's no saving them." And there Rick's come. like, "He's like, I wish there was." Yeah, <laughs> I wish there was. Uh, after they do a little cleanup of that. Uh, Julian and Chris uh, go to give their guns back to Tyrese. Yes, I think so. Uh, but Tyrese says to keep them after that incident. I think this is when Herschel tells Rick and Lori. <laughs> Do you remember what Chris says when he does it? No. As Tyrese walks away, he says, oh, Chris then says it should be easier now that they have guns. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well. I'm not going to dwell on that. Uh, I think this is where Herschel tells Rick and Lori that uh, they need to be cleared out by the end of winter. And Rick was like, I thought you said we could just like stay here, period. And he's like, hell no. He's like, he's like, I only have so much food and you're wasting my supplies. He's like, you guys need to clear out of here by the end of winter. And so... Well, the, there's a reason why he was freaking out because it wasn't just because of that. I thought that was after. No, he said they, they're like burying, they bury the kid, all the dead people. And then Herschel catches Maggie and Glenn having sex. Yep. And then uh, Alan, Rick, and Tyrese are cleaning up his barn to like live in it. And then they have like, oh, you have this extra room in the house now that your kids are dead. 
That's right. Um, like, can they? Can we stay on the? You know, can we have move some people into the house so not everyone's in the property? And then, yeah. So he tells them uh, that they need to be uh, cleared out. And Lori is so pissed. She's like, "You cannot do this to us." She's like, "We're people. You're people. I thought you wanted to help people." You have so much land. You have so much food. He's like, no, you're using my stuff. He's like, you gotta, you gotta leave. Like, bye. I mean, he has enough food for everyone. Yeah, very clearly. And they just keep screaming. And then Herschel's like, fine, leave now. He's like, I don't care. I don't have to help you. I don't owe anything to you. As he puts a gun to Rick's head. Yeah. He's like, get the fuck out. He also almost punches Lori. Yeah. So Glenn says that he loves uh, Maggie and he's going to stay. So, see you guys later. And Rick's like, are you sure? He's like, oh, yeah, I love it here. He's like, I love being here. So, I'm going to stay. And that's... Pussy changes the man. Yeah, I guess so. I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. He didn't really have anything with the other group. and Right. He was kind of just their their run guy. Before it cuts back to to the the main group going to the, uh, to the new location, uh, Otis confronts Herschel... Um, who is like cowering in his bedroom and he's like feeling overwhelmed for like not only for what he did to his children but that he like made all those people leave and then it cuts to like a montage of the group like looking for food and gas and water and just finding nothing well hang on Herschel says uh, when they were when he was talking to Otis he's like yeah I was gonna kill that man he's like at the moment, I he's like, I didn't, I didn't feel anything. He's like, I was really gonna kill him if they didn't leave. And he's like, What have I become? <laughs> and grief does a lot to people, so yeah, especially someone who like he hadn't even grieved them yet, really. I don't think. Yeah, it was the same day, and they're like, Hey, so- well, well, no, like you know, he hadn't even grieved his son dying, the first son, because he thought he could save him. Yeah, so he's like, Oh, he's just sick. He's fine. We'll bring him back. Yeah, it hadn't even been like a full 24 hours. And they're like, hey, since you have dead kids now, like, let's just move into your house. And I think that would set literally anyone off. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I don't think anybody was thinking clearly in that whole situation. Andrea and Dale find a prison. And they bring everyone up and they like show it. And it's like this grand shot of like this prison on like this big like flat land. Like you can see in every direction. Um, and the last page is like Rick smiling and he says, it's perfect. We're home. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to live it. It's, I don't know. Be safe once you cleaned it up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's gated and none of the gates were broken. Yeah. There were zombies walking around in it, but. Right. But if you cleared it out, I'd be more concerned because I'm sure there's tons inside because. Presidents are overpopulated. And that's that. That's the end of the, the novel, the graphic novel. Oh, yeah. What are your final thoughts? It was good. Not bad. Any characters that you liked? Um. Well, I do like Tyrese. Tyrese Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Glenn wasn't bad. I like Glenn. Yeah. Um, hate Chris. I'll say it again. Hey, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really a fan of Lori. I don't, yeah. I think she's... I don't know if it's 
just her that she's over emotional or if it's the the female over emotional trope i mean i also don't like in game of thrones uh ned's wife's kind of similar i don't like her very much either so right i don't know if it is it is a trope and i just don't like that trope that could mm. be a thing i never thought about it that way because i usually am into tropes as long as they're not like like hurtful you know what i mean yeah, it, there, it, there's like a overprotective, over-emotional mother figure. Mm-hmm. But not in like, because there's two routes. You can go that way, and then you could go the badass route where they're like overprotective, but they're like independent and like they kick down doors and shit. Right. Okay, so yeah, so Lori, I don't really care for Lori that much, honestly, either. Sorry about it. Sorry if you like Lori. And, and again, I don't really hate anybody in these comics besides like, the people that are obviously deplorable, like I don't really care for Chris because he's kind of vile. Like you're not supposed to really like Herschel very much <laughs> at first because he's kind of being an asshole. Um, I mean, he is being I, an asshole, but like, what, what else is he supposed to do? Oh yeah, no, I don't blame him. But yeah, so like that's my my final thoughts on that. Like I liked it. I liked it just as much as I read it the first time. Like I, I'm I'm not Christian knows I'm not the person. Um, that has a good time rereading stuff or rewatching stuff. Um, I like don't rewatch movies. <laughs> I don't rewatch TV shows, which I think is weird. It is weird. Um, I've explained it in the Discord. So if you want to go read that, go read that. It's in the Discord. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a me problem. It's not nothing with the media or anything. I want you to give your rating first because I, I feel like mine's gonna. I don't want to sway your your rating. I'm going to give it like a 7.6 out of 10. Okay. Uh, I feel, you know, I, I give, I'm going to give every one of these volumes a high score. <laughs> um, but I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, but I only don't, and, and I only don't give it a 10 out of 10. Because I know there's some fucking banger volumes mm. that are going to okay. get a 10 okay, out okay. of 10. Like the whole, like, there's two volumes called, like, it's like the fear begins or something. It's like all about one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. And I guarantee that's going to be the ones I'm going to give a 10 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, but the whole series is fantastic. It makes me sad and happy and angry all at the same time. And like the art's good and like the action's super cool. And like the death scenes are like, they're gory, but they're not like blown out gory. Like the boys art is very blown out gory. Um, like it's very disgusting and this is, it's gross, but it's not like, I mean, real life gore is going to be gross, but it's not going to be like dramatic and <laughs> flare ridden. Right. Um, so yeah, eight out of 10, you gave it a 7.6. Uh, that's pretty good. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, in memoriam, uh, we lost Donna. We did. We lost Arnold green and Lacey green. Yeah. And then we kind of lost Sean green. <laughs> Which yeah. was the other, I had to look it up. It was the name of the son that was in the barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. how many, that's four characters this this episode? Four characters, yep. How um, many was it last time? One. Was this Shane? Shane and Two. Jim? Three. Shane, Jim, and Amy, yeah. Yep. So we're up to seven for those of you keeping track because we're not gonna. <laughs> I so. mean, I will. You will? Yeah, I keep track of everything. 
It's my mental illness. <laughs> our, our next book we're reading is Junie B. Jones and her and some sneaky peaky spying book four, uh, which came out in 1994. So that's the next book we're going to read. Yes, and I distinctly remember this one. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and I'm sure everyone noticed at the beginning of the episode uh, we had an Encounter Co Network like little jingle that played. Uh, yeah. Audio watermark. Yeah, all three of the shows I'm in join the Encounter Co Network, including this one. Uh, not that many changes coming to the show. Um, just like basic podcast stuff that like most podcasts do eventually anyway. Uh, like we'll have, we'll we'll sometimes run an ad for another podcast on the network, which I listen to. Like I listen to most of them anyway, and half of them are mine. So. Right. Um, and we love Baron. 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 Yeah. Baron. Baron. Good Baron. Also, we'll occasionally throw in like a network ad that like the network gets a deal with. So you may get like some deals or codes to get some get some money off a product or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, this normal podcast stuff that every podcast does and, you know, that's just going to help us make more and better content and get us some more people listening and all that good stuff. Um, and we're, we're going to, we're going to not, we're going to cut back. We're not going to do weekly anymore because it's a little bit too much to edit and record. Um, and there's not many podcasts that do weekly anymore that are a bunch of uh, comedian white guys sitting around a table. Right. <laughs> no hate to those podcasts, but that's, you know, those are usually the style of podcasts that go weekly. Uh, so we'll just go bi-weekly. Um, which, you know, you'll still get twice a month, but instead of us missing three weeks in a row, <laughs> you'll get content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, we didn't get to record it all during winter break, our winter, like, break, because, like, not only did we have family stuff, but then all four of us took turns getting sick. Yeah, it was really not fun. And we can't, like, send the kids to the grandparents when they're sick because they're all, like, older. So <laughs> I don't want to get an older person sick. If you want to get in touch with the show, follow us on Twitter at RiffKPod. Um, hop into our Discord. It's titled under Grim Encounters. I don't know if that will change in the future, but right now it's under Grim Encounters. Um, it's in the description. We have whole, we have uh, three or four channels for reading as for kids specifically, where you can give book suggestions, talk about the episode, and then talk about your favorite books. It doesn't have to be kids' books. It can be any books. Um, then there's tons of other channels in there that are, that are like for the other shows. But also, like, just general channels, like, if you want to talk about gaming or movies um, or, you know, anything. There's lots of cool people in there. We do a music league. That's really fun. Um, we are coming up on round 10, so probably sometime in February we'll have a new round you can join, fresh with new points. Um, so hop into that. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts uh, and you write a review... Um, we'll read it off and talk about how like goddamn fucking cool and cute you are, um, which we I, we didn't have we didn't have a new one. We read the the newest one last time. Uh, so yeah, we have two other shows. Uh, one of them is called Grim Encounters. It's like kind of like our flagship show. It's what kind of started it all. Um, it's with Anna and I. I'm the chill master or the dungeon master, and we play like a campy horror modern day tabletop rpg where they fight creatures in modern day chicago um and it's fun it's like it's kind of like supernatural mixed with scooby-doo mixed with like a spy movie mixed with like i don't know some comedy movie 
Yeah, I don't know. Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Dirt, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, like we we keep it light, but like there is some pretty serious moments that kind of they they balances really well. We've we've got we've found a nice balance that I really I really enjoy myself. Um and I know our listeners do as well. Cause like there'll be times you're crying laughing and then you're just like very unsettled by things that are happening. <laughs> so, First you're crying laughing, then you're just crying. Yeah. Then you're, you're renting a DVD copy of Joe Dirt. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies, uh, I started another podcast because I'm getting into my late 20s now, so I need to start another one. Um, it's called So You Finally Watched. It's with me and our buddy Matthew, who is new to our little family uh, of shows here. So we've both watched a lot of movies, but we've both wa- not watched a lot of important movies. <laughs> so we each take turns uh, w- picking movies that the other hasn't seen, and then we... Uh, we rate and review them, talk about with spoilers because fuck them kids, and then uh, we give fun facts and we talk about how how much it grossed, and then like we talk about critic reviews, um, you know from like I think Robert Ebert is one big one for for Matthew, and then I, I just like pick a bunch of like basically like big newspapers at the time that were reviewing them, um, and we kind of go over audience scores on the big three uh, review sites and shit the trailer's out now uh, i think when this goes out episode one should have posted a few days ago nice uh, we yeah we watched mall rats yes which kevin kind of a, smith it's a cult classic but we kind of wanted to start it on one that was like a little low a little low priority just to kind of get our get our feet wet because it's matthew's first time recording anything like that so yeah come give us a uh come give us a look um and before we go i will read us a joke from the greatest jokes on earth uh, by Matt Rissinger and Philip Yates, illustrated by John's by Jeff Sinclair. Oh boy! A uh, knock knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Mission Control speaking. <laughs> that was so dumb. Do you get it? Because like, <laughs> like it's like it's like it's like it's crackling when he first starts talking, so it kind of. It kind of like morphs the first few words together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. dishes are like things you eat food on. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to fucking explain it to me. I laughed. Okay. This is the first time I've laughed, and you got to explain it to me still. I just got to make sure you understand the joke. I dislike you. <laughs> um. All right. <laughs> I will remember that. <laughs> you, you said it every time, and then guess what? You don't do. <laughs> remember? Yeah. Hey, man. I don't remember everything we've been saying. We say so many things now. I've only got so much space in my brain. Okay, we'll start off. New year, new new new, new call to action. So we'll just start off with one. We'll both. I'm going to say one together. You're not going to also say one because it's going to in- increase the list. <laughs> okay. So what's the one are we saying together? I want you all to wash your ass. Oh yes, wash your ass. Get Wa- in there with soap. Soap. Washcloth. Not the same washcloth you use for your face, it man. It doesn't really matter, to be real. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just say it. I just said it to make you mad. I fucking side-eyed him <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I guess just remember that reading isn't for kids. Yeah. Have a good day. I hope you enjoy your day at work or at home or at school or whatever you're doing today. Comedy over here.